Welcome to the Zen Crypto Show, where we explain cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology in simple terms, so you can feel comfortable interacting with crypto and investing in these exciting new digital assets. I'm your host, Sebastian Couture. We've learned a lot together since the beginning of this podcast series, and I hope you've gained a better understanding of cryptocurrencies, how they work, and why they're such a big deal. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through your first crypto purchase. Are you ready to take the leap and buy crypto for the first time? Let's get started. When I first got interested in Bitcoin in 2013, Buying crypto was hard. The industry was just getting started and there were just a few trustworthy platforms where you could buy Bitcoin, which was practically the only cryptocurrency you could buy at the time. Luckily, things have gotten much better and there are many reputable and often regulated platforms where millions of people buy and sell crypto every day. In most countries, it's possible to buy crypto in one of three ways through a mobile wallet, via a centralized cryptocurrency exchange platform, or from a local seller or exchange counter. I should point out that there are popular finance apps like PayPal, Robinhood, and Revolut that offer price exposure to crypto markets. But it's important to know that with these apps, the crypto you quote-unquote buy doesn't truly belong to you. It's managed by the company. You can't move it out of the app or use it for payments. It's a bit like buying shares in a gold fund where you can sell the shares when the price of gold moves, but you don't own the gold. Therefore, I wouldn't recommend buying crypto through these companies. Buying crypto through a wallet app is perhaps the easiest way to get started for most newcomers for a couple of reasons. One, it doesn't always require any ID verification, and when it does, the process is usually pretty quick. Two, you can pay with a credit card and with some apps make a wire transfer. And three, it's pretty fast and the crypto is deposited directly into your wallet. There are lots of wallets that offer the option to buy crypto, and today I'm going to explain how you can use Zengo to buy some Bitcoin or Ether. So let's go through the process together step by step. First, we'll set up your Zengo wallet, and then we'll go through your first crypto purchase. Now, keep in mind, there are a few extra steps the first time you do this, but future transactions will go even more quickly. So if you haven't already installed Zengo, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play Store to download the app. When you open it for the first time, you'll be asked to enter an email address, and then verify the address by clicking the link in the email you'll receive from Zengo. The next step is to complete your biometric face map, which is a securely encrypted representation of your unique facial features. This is a security measure Zengo uses to ensure you and only you have access to your account and private key. And finally, Zengo will ask for your permission to store a secure backup file on your phone and on your cloud storage account, like Google Drive or iCloud. This ensures you always have access to your account backup, and it allows you to recover your account if your phone is lost or stolen. And rest assured that neither Google or Apple 
have access to your private keys since these backups are encrypted. So if you made it this far, good job. You've successfully set up your rock-solid and secured Zengo wallet. And the best thing is, there are no passwords to remember or private keys to store. Now let's buy some crypto. At the bottom of the Zengo home screen, click on the Actions button, and on the next screen, click on Buy. You'll see a list of all the cryptocurrencies you can buy on Zengo. And at the top, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I suggest starting with one of these since they're the most popular and in-demand cryptocurrencies. So pick the currency you want to buy, and a new screen will pop up which connects you with one of Zengo's purchasing partners. Most wallets work with purchasing partners who have access to a wide range of cryptocurrencies and ensures purchases are fast and secure. Enter the amount of crypto you want to buy and choose the payment method. If this is your first time purchasing, you'll be asked to provide some personal information and you may be asked to verify your identity. And the final step is payment, where you'll see a summary of your transaction and the total cost, including fees. So here we go. Click on buy and you can pat yourself on the back. You just made your first crypto purchase. In a little while, you'll see the crypto appear in your Zengo wallet on the home screen. Now that you have some cryptocurrency, you can use it to pay for things. You can trade it for other cryptos. You can sell it and have the money sent back to your bank account. Or you can earn interest on it, which is something we'll cover in a future episode. So I hope that was easy, and congratulations for making it this far. Now let's talk about buying crypto on an exchange. A centralized crypto exchange is a service which operates an order book and allows people to engage in all sorts of trading activities. If you've ever bought stocks using your brokerage account at a bank, crypto exchanges will look and feel pretty similar. There are a few reasons why people may use an exchange rather than buying crypto the way we just described. Exchanges offer the possibility to buy much larger amounts than what is possible with a credit card. They offer many more cryptocurrencies and may have dozens or even hundreds of different currencies listed. They offer a much broader range of services for people interested in trading. And in terms of fees, they're usually more competitive than buying crypto with a credit card, but withdrawing your crypto may also incur some fees. In many countries, exchanges require customers to sign up and do a thorough identity verification before getting started. This ID verification is sometimes called KYC, which is finance jargon for know your customer. And it comes from the legal requirements placed on banks and other financial institutions to report any suspicious activity to authorities, whether it's related to money laundering or terrorism. The good thing is many exchanges make this process pretty simple and you can take pictures of your documents using your smartphone. And they're usually pretty quick now when it comes to verifying accounts. And nowadays, it's not uncommon for approvals to happen the same day. Once your account's verified, you'll need to fund it, which means initiating a bank transfer. You'll need to log into your bank account, enter all of the account information provided by the exchange, and send the money you want to trade with. Depending on your bank, this can take a few days. And depending on where you live, there could be any number of hurdles at this point. In many cases, the bank transfer will go through without any problems. But sometimes, you may receive a call from your banker asking you to confirm the transfer. 
or asking you why you're sending money to a crypto exchange. Now, this may come as a surprise, but your bank could flat out refuse to allow you to send or receive funds from any known crypto exchange. This has even happened to me. And in the absolute worst case scenario, although it's certainly an unlikely one, your bank could decide they no longer want to work with you and they could close your account. It really depends on your local regulations and your bank's policies regarding crypto. So it's a good idea to do some research about these policies before initiating a bank transfer to a crypto exchange. If it all goes well and the funding process goes through, your crypto exchange account will show the balance in your local currency. So let's say it's $1,000. This is the amount you can use to initiate trades for any of the cryptos listed on that exchange. So for example, you could place an order for $500 in Bitcoin and $500 in Ether. There's one critical thing to note here, and I'll tell you this because many people actively using exchanges aren't necessarily aware of this. The crypto you buy on an exchange is in the custody of the exchange. Of course, it's attributed to your account, but you don't have real and true ownership over the assets until they're withdrawn and stored in a wallet you control. Remember, if you don't control your keys, you don't have final control over your crypto. So if for any reason you prefer to go the crypto exchange route, which could be fine depending on your needs, Coinbase, Kraken, Bitstamp, and Binance are just a few reputable exchanges you can look into. It's also possible to buy crypto through local sellers, ATMs, and exchange businesses. These are more prevalent in countries and economies where cash transactions are more common or where people seek to exchange their local currency for a more stable currency. So places like Latin America and certain African and Southeast Asian countries will have more options for buying and selling crypto locally. There are peer-to-peer marketplaces where people come together physically to buy and sell crypto directly from person to person. And some local currency exchange businesses will offer services for buying and selling crypto. Now, services like these are great because buying with cash means that there's little friction and the process is pretty straightforward. But you should always compare prices and make sure you're getting a competitive rate. And then there's crypto ATMs. And these are machines that look like regular ATMs where you can buy crypto. And they're equipped with scanners that will read your wallet address and personal documents. And purchase transactions are nearly instantaneous. But they'll often charge a hefty fee for this convenience. Whether you use a wallet, an exchange platform, or a local seller or ATM, To start your crypto journey, you need to own some crypto. It's really the best way to learn and become more comfortable managing these digital assets. And remember, you don't need to start with a whole Bitcoin or Ether. Start with something that's manageable for you. When I bought Bitcoin for the first time, it was just a few hundred dollars worth, but I knew I had to start somewhere. Anyway, if you got your first crypto today, I'm really happy you're one of us now. And I hope this marks the beginning of an exciting journey into crypto. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Crypto Show, which is produced by Zengo, the crypto wallet for everyone. 
where you can buy, trade, and earn cryptocurrencies with unbelievable simplicity, bulletproof security, and legendary customer support. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and let us know what you learned by leaving a review. And if you'd like to suggest topics for future episodes, email podcast at zengo.com. Until next time, stay zen.